Oh, man, it's time to end the show. How's it going? It's going pretty good. We're woefully unprepared for the show. <laughs> Says you. What's, what's new, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the way we roll here on, it's just called Two Brothers. Right. I am Marcus. And I'm James. <laughs> I, thought you didn't, I thought you weren't sure there for a minute. Like, wait. <laughs> I am? <laughs> so, we had another, uh, we had a game night last night, and I've been closing, so we're <laughs> we're last minute recording this uh, on Sunday, hopefully. Yeah. For release tomorrow. We'll see. Uh. <laughs> So, uh, what's happening? There's nothing to there's nothing to talk about uh, holiday wise. It's that's true, uh, <laughs> except for it's it's Veterans Day on Monday. Oh, that's right. Eh. So I mean, I know two people in the military. I think, mm-hmm. that's about it. or who were formerly in the military. Thank you, Megan, for your service. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of younger veterans are like that. Uh, sure. That was their job. They, they just mm-hmm. they did a job. Once she turns uh, about 80, she'll start wearing the hat. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. With the pins. Hey, mm-hmm. you whippersnappers. Bah. And uh, your daughter will be like, whatever, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or whatever the equivalent is. Whatever the Gen Z equivalent of whatever yeah. mom is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. Xer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Hopefully that won't be a thing. Hey, we were talking about our childhood uh, reminiscences of Wallace and Ladmo. Wow, that doesn't sound like us talking about our childhood. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's go on. From Phoenix TV, Phoenix area TV for so long in the in that market. Yes. And uh, and then I just recently found out about Portland's equivalent, Ramblin' Rod. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, Ramblin' Rod Anders was on for, um, geez, how long was he on? A long time. He was on from uh, 1964 to 1997. Okay, that's a while. Children's television program. And he became famous for um, having all these buttons, like pieces of flair buttons all over his uh, vest that he wore. And so he had his little little kid audience up on uh, miniature bleachers there. And um, it became a big deal. Uh, if it's your birthday, mm-hmm. then you get mentioned, and he gives you a button. Although the one episode Wait, that I off saw, of himself, he, he just I like, think so. unpins something. Or yeah, I think so. <laughs> but the one I saw was, um, you know, all the kids that got mentioned on the show. Like he'd say, "Hello, how are you? You know, what? How old are you? What's your name, etc." To the kids in the little in the little bleachers there, uh-huh. and they would hand him a pin. Oh. So he said he estimated like fifteen to 20,000 buttons uh, were given to him over the course of his career. Wow. So that was a thing. Like if you got to go on the show, you'd bring a, you know, a wacky button for him to pin onto his vest. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if he periodically changed them or if he just threw them on the pile. <laughs> what are you going to do with your million dollars, sir? Well, I don't know. Throw it in the pile, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, he was a, quite the fixture you have kids' television in the Portland area. How weird. Yeah. Did not know. Mm-hmm. And then somebody mentioned, uh, this was a, it started by a Reddit thread, and uh, somebody mentioned, oh, he was the inspiration for Crusty the Clown, you know, because Matt Grady was from Portland. Oh, sure, right, right, right. However, somebody put, put a hip to the knowledge that it was actually the second longest-running kids' TV program in yeah. Portland, Rusty Nails. Rusty Nails, yeah. 
that the, the clown, which he's mentioned on commentary. I was going to say, yes, I, I didn't even think about the graining connection, but um, yeah, it would be natural to assume that any any long running kid show would have some kind of element. So maybe he borrowed from both. I don't mm-hmm. know. He may have it. Yeah. So Rusty the clown, crested mm-hmm. clown. Yeah. I mean, there it is. So Rusty Nails was on from. Uh, let's see. I mean, Rick, he right? named. <laughs> you named the Simpsons after many of his own family, like mm-hmm. his yeah. parents and his sisters. Right. As we've seen, you know, plenty of streets, yeah. the names of characters yeah. and, uh, you know, Flanders and Lovejoy. Flanders and Lovejoy and Terwilliger. Mm-hmm. We've got Brockway right here in, in our town. Mm. There's an Ogdenville up the road. Yeah. Haven't seen a Haverbrook, but it could be around. <laughs> Probably some writers, you know, mashup yeah. of something. Yeah. Uh, at any rate, Rusty Nails was on in the Portland market from 57 to 72, and that's the second longest running children's program, second only to Rod right. Rod Anders. Yeah, but so. that would have been right in Groening's, you know, sweet spot growing mm-hmm. up. Uh, yeah. If he saw some of those in the fifth, in late 50s, early 60s. I guess he's... Exactly. He, I don't know, how, how old is he? Is he 60-something now? So let's see, he was born in 1954. Okay. So he's 65. Yeah, so he's a boomer, solid mm-hmm. boomer, but he would have mm-hmm. seen early... Rusty, <laughs> early Rusty the Clown, <laughs> I'm sure. So I'm sure there were many similar markets all around. Oh, yeah. Did we talk about, no, we didn't, I didn't tell you about Bozo. I was finding out about uh, Bozo the Clown. Bozo? No. B-O-Z-O. Sorry. I... You've never heard of Bozo the Clown? No. How could you not know who Bozo the Clown is? I don't know, I just don't. How can you call yourself a clown and not know who Bozo is? Hey, man, what are you hassling me for? This is just a gig. It's not my life. I don't know who Bozo is. What, is he a clown? Is he a clown? What, are you kidding me? Well, what is he? Yes, he's a clown. All right, so what's the big deal? There's millions of clowns. All right, just forget it. Forget me? For you should forget it. You're living in the past, man. You hung up on some clown from the 60s, man. Very good, very good. All right, go fold your little balloon animals. Mm-hmm. Um, after his, uh, I guess, sort of rise to fame as a radio yeah. clown. Larry Harmon? Is that, I think that's Bozo's actual name. Yeah, well, I, I believe Larry Harmon bought the name oh. from the original. Did not and then that. he started uh, branching out and becoming, you know, really into the character. He was the... Right. He brought it from radio to TV. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then he started the, the regional Bozos, as it were. With the, uh, you know, kind of like the regional Cresties thing was based on that. Mm-hmm. So he, um, uh, I don't know, really, like he would go after people legally if they were trying to horn in on his bozo business. Sure. So The opposite of Krusty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, insert clip. <laughs> that was uh, John Favreau. Did <laughs> I don't that. remember that. <laughs> That's a, I believe. All right. Cameo on Seinfeld. You might have to find that one for me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. <laughs> so that was kind of an interesting rabbit hole to, to go down after our own Wallace and Ladmo experiences. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And he ran, yeah. uh, uh, Larry Harmon ran for president a couple times. <laughs> it's three, funny. four, I don't know. Repeatedly, anyway. <laughs> I, yeah, I, why not? Bozo for president. Yes. I don't remember the platform, but I, I remember he was a candidate. So probably I didn't Stan Freeberg do something similar. Like they were always sort of yeah half-assed, jokey, right? Yeah, sort of attempts to write in. Mm-hmm. Like who was the uh, who's the deadpan comic who always ran? Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Don't recall. He's a Jack Benny. No, no. After that, he I can't remember. I'll see if I can look it up 
and uh, do on a future show. But he he ran for president repeatedly, and like he was a very uh, Buster Keaton sort of you know straight faced mm-hmm. comic. I want to say Henry something, but that's not it. That's Charlie Chaplin. No, that's the guy on uh, laughing. Anyway, there's always a few entertainer mm-hmm. sort of candidates. Mm-hmm. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, the opposite of children's programming, <laughs> another Reddit thread, it reminded me of a situation that I hadn't thought of for, for decades. When, you know, shortly after it happened, it went out of my memory, but this brought it right back. You know that uh, the movie that came out, uh, Porky's. Oh, yeah, I know that movie. <laughs> one of the many 80s teen sex romp uh-huh. sort of uh, genre movies that came out. I, I, the first <laughs> one was late 70s, though, wasn't it? Uh, the first Porky's? Mm-hmm. No, because as I'm about to relate, uh, I, I was in high school oh. at the time. The reason I know for sure is because we were coming back from a football game on the, on the school bus, and Porky's was showing at a drive-in theater in Tucson. And the screen it was showing on was facing the, the freeway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we were driving by, somebody shouted, hey, whoa! You know, they looked over, and it was the uh, the shower scene. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I, I'm surprised we didn't tip the bus over from everybody rushing to that side <laughs> so quickly to, to gawk at the uh, full frontal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, right, right there, and giant, bigger than IMAX uh, <laughs> reality. Uh 1981. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that would have still been playing my uh, during my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> wow. But that, that was an interesting genre that, uh, I mean, it still exists but to some degree, but I think it kind of came into its own right, right around then, mm-hmm. through the 80s. Right. Possibly rejuvenated again uh, with the uh, American Pie series. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot of sexism in that movie. Oh, absolutely, of course. Pretty of course. awful, but... Mm-hmm. It's... it's uh, perspective correct but you know when you're what 14 <laughs> that would be uh you know it would be amazing <laughs> indeed the, all, all nudity was amazing at, at that point right mm-hmm. well, so i so. have no news <laughs> whatsoever <laughs> uh but i do have a music share yeah well we'll stick with the uh stick with the 80s mm-hmm. late 80s early... i mean well yeah because night rider a little bit of that yeah Mm-hmm. I'm not sure when, when this song was made. This is more recent, right? Oh, yeah. This is brand new. Okay. So, so go. there's a band called Aiming for Enrique, and they're a duo out of Oslo, Norway. Hmm. And they do a lot of... There's a there's a drummer and a guitar player and a lot of looping pedals, you know, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. effects pedals. Mm-hmm. So they do... Uh, like, they build up a backing track to a sort of yeah. live drum beat. And there are... Like, I'll, I'll uh, link... Uh, the uh, audio tree performance. I, I kind of like their live versions better than the recorded versions because it's cool to see that's, them make it in, in real time. Yeah, that is interesting that they do it that way. But that's, that's um, pretty cool. But I will. This uh, this tune is called "Don't Hassle the Hoff." <laughs> <laughs> Obvious reference, um, mm-hmm. and it sounds like this.
for you. Yeah. So it's um, a very long, you know, buildup of uh, funk and just head nodding and groove. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. I like it. I like them very much. They they have several songs, and they're all sort of, you know, that vein of catchy, dancey things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard... Uh, there's hooks the... everywhere in there. <laughs> it's like right. every, every looping line becomes a new hook. <laughs> I heard you playing a different one over the headphones here on the call before mm-hmm. we started recording. And uh, I, I thought it was the same one, just sped up. <laughs> just a sped up version. But uh, but the, it was different enough, different enough to note, but yeah. but very similar in style. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, they're great. I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. They'd be great to see live too. I hope they come around. At some point. Yeah, that would be cool. It's mm-hmm. a, <laughs> that is a that is a stretch Norway to Portland. I suppose. <laughs> cool so, dude, man. That's all I got. All right. Uh, I have a, a book share oh, rather cool. than a music share. Mm-hmm. You, you probably know of the Chronicles of Harris Burdick. I do. By Chris Van Allsburg. Yeah. Writer of. The Polar Express and some other famous things, but mm-hmm. that's his most famous, of course. And then this has been... <laughs> I didn't know. I got fooled, actually, by the book jacket that it's supposedly... Or the premise is that a while back, some guy who says his name was Harris Burdick came into a, a, what, a publisher's office and dropped off some illustrations with some intriguing mm, captions mm-hmm. and said, he, he said, I'll be back tomorrow with yeah. all the stories. And some more illustrations. And he never came back. And uh, so from then on, it's been kind of an inspirational uh, set of illustrations to get people to try and wonder and describe in short story form what it's all about. But anyway, in reality, Chris Van Allsburg made them and put them out there Mm -hmm. with that sort of uh, intriguing premise. But uh, The Chronicles of Harris Burdick is uh, a collection of short stories by famous authors. So it's got um, Stephen King and Tabitha King, Cory Doctorow. Let's see. The Forwards by Lemony Snicket. Mm -hmm. Quite a few good authors in there. And uh, it's really, really great. I've I've gone through... It's young adult, Mm -hmm. but they're just uh, wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Agreed. Yeah, that's. Uh, Have you read them? Have these particular. I've ones? paged through them at the bookstore. Mm-hmm. The whatever the first one was. Is there more? There's more than one, right? Or is there just? There's one? fourteen. Yeah, fourteen illustrations and stories. The illustrations, but I mean the the books. Is there only one Harris Burdick? Oh, there's. A, yeah, I believe so. Okay, that's yeah. I paged through it at the bookstore. I Polar Express. I just wasn't that intrigued by personally. Mm-hmm. There sure. are others that I did. I like Jumanji. I think is really great. Is that Chris Van Allsburg? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, and Zathura uh, is another. Jumanji. Jumanji. <laughs> I'm a little drunk. <laughs> what kind of cranberry juice did you have? I didn't have any cranberry juice. Okay. That's how drunk I am. <laughs> did you drink that cranberry juice? He's <laughs> been on top of the furnace for the last four months. Going <laughs> watching into a. Like the sandwich only it's yes. cranberry juice it's, it's, on top of it. It's now moonshine. Top of the furnace for four months. <laughs> Salt, dirt. I just finished the uh, the Cory Doctorow one, and he's just terrific. So so good. Right. Yeah, wonderful is the is the right word for me. Mm. Uh, I, he's one of my favorite authors. He's. Uh... I had never read anything by him before. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, he's one, he's one of my favorite writers. I, I uh-huh. uh, you know I mention him every once in a while, but I I mention when I. Um, read his books that I like. Uh, read most of his books. Yeah, he doesn't make visual appearances. Like he appears on a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an activist with uh, what is he? Is he a consult- consultant of some or a spokesperson? I forget. With the Electronic Frontier Foundation. Hmm. So he he advocates and fights for 
uh, internet freedom. Just, I don't know. He just travels around uh, speaking uh-huh. and uh, writes essays and puts columns in you know, The Guardian. And so I guess he's done New York Times. It, it's a lot of papers. Yeah. Then he also uh, is one of the editors of Boing Boing. Mm-hmm. So if you go there, you might see his byline on yeah. some stories. He throws a lot of stuff there. You know, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else then as far as seeing him on like talk shows or something. Or, or He's got he, a very distinctive he, look. You can't, you can't miss He's him. not an actor? He's what? He's not an actor. He's not an actor, no. He yeah. is, mm. like, he's got kind of a squarish head, very close-cropped hair, like a, mm-hmm. like even more than a crew cut mm. type, sort of uh, big, uh, chunky square glasses. What, like Henry Kissinger's? A bit, yeah. Huh. I didn't know about that. So, you would know if you saw him. Well, I'll let you know if your glasses turn up. Uh, yes, well, I'm sure I left them in the car. No one must know I dropped them in the toilet. Not I, the man who drafted the Paris Peace Accords. <laughs> that was just an excuse to put that clip in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, well, that's 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 all I got. I, I'm working cool. my yeah. way through those. Recommended. And they're they're really good. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll throw some links. In that case, if you'd like to send us your links, yeah, please do. Yeah, especially like uh, sausage links, Ooh. breakfast sausage. That's good stuff. You can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. Uh, if you feel like tweeting something nice, you can tweet it as at IJC2B. Mm-hmm. And the blogging is at MarcusHarwell.com. Yeah, I blog every day except yesterday. <laughs> I, got home, I got home too late and there was too much partying going on, so I, uh, uh, I just totally didn't. It was 3 a.m. and I said, yeah, I, I think I missed. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Or, uh, working our way through the coffee. Thank you again. Oh, you're welcome. That's you're welcome. good stuff. It, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm glad somebody is drinking it instead of it just piling up in the cupboard. <laughs> yep. Gonna, gonna start the third bag uh, tomorrow. Sweet. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's probably almost all very fresh, I would think. I think it's... Because mm-hmm. we got it all within four weeks, I believe. Maybe three. Mm-hmm. I think there's six, mm-hmm. right? Sent you six yeah. bags? Yeah, within three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Very fresh. Indeed. It's cool all in okay. one lump because it just sort of oozes coffee smell. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I open that cabinet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's good. Which is my favorite thing about it. Like, it's the same with cigarettes. Cigarettes are mm. disgusting and gross, and I hate it if I'm behind somebody who's smoking. Mm-hmm. Except if they just lit it. For some <laughs> reason, okay. the very first burn off mm. the cigarette is... Uh, one of my favorite smells. <laughs> oh, that's that's too bad. <laughs> so I wouldn't actually smoke, but I would uh, like. I kind of enjoy it. Like to, maybe it reminds me of uh, our uncle that way. Maybe. Like that was. Yeah, maybe. He, he didn't like. I didn't get a face full of smoke from him mm-hmm. because I wasn't. I just wasn't around it, and they didn't just generally smoke all over the house. Just mm-hmm. kind of bedroom sometimes. Uh, yeah. But uh, I don't know. That's that that one smell. I think I I just associate it. Yeah, it could be. Mm-hmm.